What's up, Pretty Thinkers? It's Yasmin, and welcome back to Pretty Thoughts. So, a lot has been going on in the world lately, and to be quite honest, I almost didn't upload anything again this week because of it. There really aren't many words that can describe how I'm feeling at this point in time, except fatigue, anger, sadness, and disappointment. There's so much on my mind and I don't know how to talk about it and I don't know if I actually want to. But I feel the need to address some things. To everyone that has spoken out, gone to a protest, donated, shared important information, signed a petition, I wanna say thank you. To our allies, your willingness to learn is great and it's making this time a lot easier for all of us. For those of you that know me personally and have reached out, thank you. I see your messages, I just haven't been in the mood to respond. In all honesty though, I think it's okay to acknowledge how unokay a lot of us have been. It's tough seeing someone die and only being able to think, am I next? It's difficult to see a hashtag and know that that could have easily been your brother sister, uncle, mother, aunt, or cousin. To see a hashtag and know that that could have easily been you. It's traumatic having to relive that over and over again. It's traumatic having to be fearful of those who are supposed to protect you. That is no way to live life. No matter how much our presence No matter how much our parents have prepared us for this world, no matter how many times they've told us to comply, to dress a certain way, to wear our hair a certain way, to change up our speech, it still isn't enough. Unintentionally telling us that our blackness isn't wanted, that our very existence isn't accepted. If only I could take off my skin and put on a new one. That seems to be the only way I could survive. That seems to be the only way we could survive. With everything going on, I have been reminded of a lot of repressed memories and that in itself is exhausting. So I won't talk about it. But to all of my black people, reliving those memories hurt, I know. But if we have any time to be vulnerable, it's now. Far too many of us have had to grow up much earlier than we needed to because society labeled us as such. We weren't able to be kids because we had to experience hearing the N-word with the hard ER at the end from grown white men who had nothing else better to do than gather cheap laughs from friends and then having to learn and understand the concept of race and racism. A lot of us couldn't concentrate in school because we were too busy trying to grasp the concept the concept of hating just to hate. Being born with a target on your back is constantly running and hiding, praying you don't get caught. Every day is hunting season when you are black, and it's painful watching each other get picked off one by one like wild deer. So excuse us if we are angry, excuse us if we are making you feel uncomfortable. But these years of pent up stress and anger are finally being released. 
and I refuse to have our experiences and emotions be downplayed by people who want nothing more than to label us as aggressive thugs who deserve nothing more than death by the hands of the police. For those of you that do feel this way, and specifically black people that feel this way, my question to you is why? It's one thing to not want to go out and protest out of fear of being hurt by police officers or getting COVID, which is still alive and well. But taking that and putting your effort and energy in in another way, such as, you know, donating or signing a petition. But you all are straight up criticizing people for being angry and not knowing any other way to express that anger. You're more upset about the rioting than you are the actual deaths. And for what? You criticize protesters. You say you don't agree with what they're doing and that it isn't the way or we're destroying our own neighborhoods as if we own the Walmart down the street from us. But I have yet to see you post a rest in peace, a link to a petition, a link to a donation, a link to any helpful resources, nothing. But you have time to criticize. What are you doing for the cause? Because all of this is benefiting you too. But honestly, I'm not surprised because these are the same people that claim to not support the Black Lives Matter movement because of black on black crime because we have to respect ourselves before white people can respect us. And again, I ask, why do you believe these things? At this point, it should be common knowledge that socioeconomic status and our proximity to those with the same status as us determines who we are more likely to experience crime from. It's not black people's fault that they shove all of us into the same poor, cramped neighborhoods because of policies like redlining. It isn't our fault that we feel the need to result in stealing from each other because our jobs are barely paying us enough to live. Our areas are over-policed and underfunded. Some of us barely have clean water to drink. The same system that is punishing us for these issues is the same system that put us in this predicament. And it saddens me that you all don't see that. How can you sit here and see the things that we see and not show an ounce of remorse? The only explanation that I can come up with is that maybe you just haven't experienced anything. Maybe you've been blessed enough to not have the hand of systemic racism slap you in the face. I wish I had the privilege of being as blind as you, but I can't. This system is causing so much harm to black and brown bodies. This same system is why COVID-19 is affecting us in the way that it has been. Health disparities, limited to no access to health insurance or health care, not being treated properly properly when we do get the chance to go to the doctor, increased stress and less sleep due to having to work multiple low-income jobs. Stress kills, by the way. Not being able to eat healthy because it's too expensive for many of us. The list goes on. If we weren't fighting these issues, 
because of systemic racism, we will be better prepared against this virus and we will be better prepared for society as a whole, but we are not. COVID-19, besides, besides harm us, has just highlighted the issues plaguing black and brown communities for, for years. And the only reason people are listening now is because they have nowhere to hide right now. People have nothing to distract themselves. So all eyes are on our government. Telling us to pick ourselves up by our, by our bootstraps as if we have any bootstraps to begin with won't cut it anymore. Working us like animals and taking our earnings and leaving us with nothing won't cut it anymore. This isn't just about police brutality. This is about our everyday lives as black people. This is about making sure our black children have a fighting chance. This is about better education, providing healthier meals, cleaner neighborhoods, bringing our black fathers home higher paying wages, more jobs, black mental health awareness, black health in general. It's about actually being given the opportunity to live as a black person in America. I'm not looking for racial equality right now. I am looking for racial equity because we have been left out of the loop for far too long to be handed the bare minimum and that be considered change. I won't allow it. Because it's not because I'm not just fighting for me or my mom or my brother. I'm fighting for the black kids that haven't been born yet. I'm fighting for the black kids who haven't been afforded the opportunity to see their potential yet. And I'm fighting for my future black children so they don't have to live in a world like the like this one. Our black lives matter and so do theirs. Today's question, what are you fighting for? Today's quote is from Rosa Parks, and it says, You must never be fearful about what you are doing when it is right. I believe that quote speaks for itself. But even if you are afraid of speaking out or being an activist, that's okay. But try your best to move through your fear. I'm sure many of our ancestors were afraid during these marches, during those marches, sit-ins and boycotts, but they knew that the chance of having a better life was far was far enough more motivation to not allow fear to stop them. Before I go, I just want to send a message to all of the black men and women out there. Our black is beautiful. I love you all so much. We are going to get through this. Black men, you are important. You are worthy. You are not animals. You are not thugs. You deserve to be happy. And you deserve to be loved. Black women, you do not have to be strong all of the time. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be selfish with your time. You are not angry black women. You are not aggressive. You deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be happy. And you deserve to be loved. With that being said, this is Yasmin signing off. And always remember, black lives matter. And keep those thoughts pretty. <laughs>